All right, welcome back, Cardinal community. I'm here with Beth Josan. This is episode 16 or 17, I believe, of the Cardinal Connection. And um, again, I'm just grateful that we have staff that are willing to participate um, and that want to share more about themselves so that we continue to connect with one another amongst our uh, crazy COVID scheduling. Let's just call it that. So, uh, Beth, thank you for joining us. And Happy to be here. Uh, please tell us just about yourself, how you ended up here as an educator. Give us, give us the package here. Okay. Well, I have um, been a lifelong teacher. Even I've always been a teacher. I haven't been paid for it always, but I've always been a teacher. Um, but I started in 2000 uh, working as an instructional assistant at the school my kids worked at. Um, and I worked with a young man named Brian Quinlan. Um, I was his assistant the first year he taught. Um, after that, I, I was there for uh, four or five years, and then I uh, went to Clark Pleasant and had an IA job there and then got a full-time teaching job there. And I ended up teaching first grade for eight years oh and, my and really loved that. Um, made a few moves at Clark Pleasant, ended up not being happy there for a while, and, and ended up leaving teaching for a year, oh. and um, was thinking I only needed uh, 60 days to get my 10 years in, so I was going to long-term sub, or just sub, and get those days in, and ended up really remembering that I love teaching and couldn't, couldn't stay away. And wow. so I, I did a lot of long-term subbing. I did some regular subbing and figured out what it was I loved again and decided middle school was the place for me. Yeah. And then did some uh, long-term maternity leaves in Center Grove. And then one day, uh, Brian Quinlan gave me a test and he said, hey, he's still subbing. My wife is looking for somebody to do maternity leave. And that's how I ended up here. Yeah. And I, I did uh, Lori Farnworth and Jessica Keck's maternity leaves in language and then the next year started working here as a math teacher so i've been here this is my fifth year here oh my goodness what a history mm -hmm. i gotta ask because i think it just begs the question i think people are probably listening would probably want to know this what made you love teaching or come back to it mm -hmm. and what about middle school made you love it um i actually had no thoughts of teaching middle school until i did my student teaching i hadn't been in a middle school since i left middle school um, and when I did my student teaching, I discovered I really loved teaching math. Mm. But uh, at that time, there were very few jobs of any kind. Um, and the first job I got was first grade. I always kind of knew in the back of my mind, though, that uh, middle school math was where I would be. It was my wow. dream job. Yeah, so you get to work your dream job. So I got to work my dream, dream job. Yeah. Finally, you've grown up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. So we've got to hear a lot about your history and we got to hear a little bit about your kids. So what's your family like? Um, well, my husband and I have been married for 32 years and um, we were college sweethearts. Mm. Um, met in calculus class because at the time I was a computer science major and he was a biology and chemistry major. Neither one of us have degrees in those things, but that's where we started <laughs> off. Um, we have two adults. Nick is 29 and he is a uh, 
soccer coach. He runs the Dynamo program for the 8 to 11 year old kids. He's also a professional photographer. He also helps his friend run a nonprofit called Make Your Own Ball Day. And um, he's a very busy guy. And then my daughter, she is 26 and she is a CPA. Okay. And she's been working real hard on that. She's been married for four years mm. and has a dog. Well, what, what do you like to do on a, on a free day when you're not here working late into the afternoon or <laughs> well, evening hours? On a free day, I like to do a variety of uh, things, starting with as uh, simple as uh, picking a nice sunny spot outside or a spot in the shade if it's not cold out, and reading a book and uh, just enjoying that quiet time. Um, I enjoy sewing. Um, also enjoy, you know, if... Uh, there's water nearby, sitting near water with a beverage, mm. maybe chatting with some friends. Mm. Just yeah. kind of low-key. Yeah. Sounds great right now. Doesn't it? As we're preparing for <laughs> a new week with a new change, a new pivot, yes. right? Mm -hmm. It sounds pretty great, actually. Mm -hmm. So I don't think a lot of our staff members know this. I know it wasn't on the questions. Would you mind sharing what you do for our... You're too humble to just... Oh. <laughs> I have to prompt you to talk about it. Okay. What you do for our newcomers. Okay. Um, well, a few years ago, I was looking for a project. I love to crochet, and I was looking for a project. And um, I, in the past, I've made hats for my kids. When I had a classroom of 25 to 30 kids, I could make hats for all of them. And so I did that. Um, and the first year here, I ended up making probably about 60 hats. For, I was surprised that the middle schoolers wanted them, and they did. And so I made them. And, and then I thought, you know, there's something else I can do. And I had a couple of kids that were brand new, level ones, and thought, I'll just make them blankets to welcome them to America because Indiana's cold. Um, my husband immigrated to the United States from the Philippines when he was 10. And um, I immigrated to Indiana from California when I was 18. <laughs> so I just felt like that would be a nice thing to do. And the first couple of years, it was just a few kids, and it was, you know, not much, not noticed. Um, and then last year, somebody took a picture and posted it on Twitter. And but last year, I ended up making 34 blankets wow. and giving them out to the kids. How special! Yeah, yeah, I know that makes them feel very welcomed. They don't even know what to say. Actually, they don't know. Yeah, it's really sweet. They don't know. Yeah, I've got to see a couple of those moments so far, and it's been really sweet. Yeah. Um, so you talked about California and the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you guys travel much? If so, do you have a favorite place to travel? And um, we have done a variety of traveling. Um, we've not been to the Philippines. That's kind of on our list. Okay. Um, it hadn't been for a long time, but now that the kids are grown up, they really would like to go. Okay. And so we might make that a family trip in the next couple of years. But um, coordinating a trip with my kids' schedule, Julie being a CPA is busy from like December to May, oh. and Nick being a coach is busy all the rest of the year. So we haven't figured out when, we're, when we can do that. Um, we've taken some family trips that have been really special. Uh, one trip to Hawaii where we went with um, my parents and um, my sister's family and a couple of my aunts and uncles, and it was a, a two-week trip and it was a lot of fun. A lot of adventures and a lot of family time. Oh, that sounds great. But one of my favorite trips was um, to Nicaragua oh. um, with my son's nonprofit. And I had no intention of going. He said, Mom, you've got to go. All the other moms are going. 
And I thought, you know what? When you're when your twenty something year old son says, Mom, go on a trip with me, you go. Huh? And so I did and it was hard work and because we actually built a soccer court out of it they play on sports courts which are concrete and so we were hauling concrete and shoveling rocks and uh, moving cinder blocks and doing all that for wow. a week and we had cold showers and we slept in a dorm room like a dorm not a dorm but a room with 20 bunk beds and wow yeah huh but that's, it was it was a good trip that's a far extremes uh hawaii to nicaragua yes yes mm -hmm. <laughs> okay well that's wow that's thanks for sharing just some mm -hmm. of that about your son and, and was that was that with the make your own make ball? your own ball day okay mm -hmm. all right yep um so getting to hear a little bit about your children how do you think they would describe mom they describe me as a mom i mean i'm like the caretaker um their friends always called me mom um one of nick's good friends calls me other mother and so every once in a while I still get a Mother's Day card from him. Um, but that's, that's how I'm just the one, the one that takes care of everybody. Mm. Um, you can see that around here too. Yeah. Yeah. Very I nurturing and caring for others. Can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. What a good quality, right? To care for others that way. Yes. Um, uh, one of the, my kids had, um, for my 50th birthday, made a list of the 50 things. And one of the things that they said that stuck out in their minds is how I always loved their friends mm. and took care of their friends and embraced their friends and so that that kind of stands out with me gotcha. as mm. one way they might describe me huh. so what is something a couple last questions here what is something that um, most people don't know about you um, this I had to think about I actually was the drum major of my high school marching band Wow and Did not know that about you so much so, knowledge dropped so today. that's yeah that's what most people don't know. We marched in um, the Rose Parade one year. Actually, that was after I graduated, so I didn't get to be drum major in that, but I did march in it. And we marched in Disneyland every year and sometimes twice a year. So I've marched in the Disneyland Parade wow. six times. Oh, wow. Now, did your kids do marching then? No. <laughs> no. Like no. Um, Nick did regular band um, up into like his sophomore year of high school, but he always did soccer. Yeah. And Julie did soccer, and then she did cheerleading, and then she did um, the student government and the newspaper. Oh, yeah. So what advice, last question, mm. uh, what advice would you give your younger self getting into teaching? Uh, getting into teaching? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> my, well, and here's the advice I've always given to my kids, oh. is follow your passion. Yeah. Find what you love to do and figure out how to make that work for you. And that's why my son has three jobs. That's right. Because he's following his passions. He's following his passions. That works. Um, and Julie, the same thing. She went in high school calculus, or not calculus, accounting, sat in the class. I went to meet the teacher night, sat in, there, in the class and thought, this is her. We talked about it. And she's like, okay. And then she had a plan. She's, she's always got a plan. Mm -hmm. So she had a five-year plan. She had every class she was going to take when she got to college and had her plan and had 150 credit hours when she graduated mm. in four years and passed all her CPA exams before she turned 23. So follow your passion. Follow your follow passion. Safe. Follow your passion. Yeah, yeah. but my, my actual advice to my younger self would be you're not fat because that was something I always struggled with mm. and the other one it would be um, stop along the way. Mm. Don't be so busy 
getting someplace that you don't stop along the way and enjoy it. Well said. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. It. Thank yeah. you.